0: on to god stories radio session 11 i'm fritz i'm mike mike is uh got some things on his heart tonight that he's going to bring to you and i just have been seeing it bubble up in him over the last few days and i can't wait for him to uh just take over the mic and i'm, I'm not going to talk too much tonight i'm just going to let him have it tell us how your week was mike
1: um today this week was a, a great week um and again we're going to bounce back to uh, the following week where i believe uh, god has been uh, had talked to me almost every day during the week and uh, and I, as i put it to my uh, men's group on uh, monday night at real men you know i don't know if um, you know i always when i pray to god i tell him that i've got um listening for him i got my eyes and my ears open listening to what he has to say and everything else and you know to go as, wa- as a while as it is, and then all of a sudden, almost every day in the week, there was something there, and and I, I don't know, it, it was was I really listening or was I not? And I don't know, you know, to the to the changes that happen, and that's what's in the uh, in this little uh, session we're gonna have.
0: So this was kind of a confirmation uh, from God that you were listening, or that he was speaking to you.
1: That's what I'm trying to figure out, you know, because, oh, okay. I, you know, every, almost every day he spoke to me and I believe that was it. And, you know, I always said, you know, I got my eyes, and my ears open for you and listening. And, you know, to have it happen every day this, this particular week and and it just, you know, I ask myself, did I actually have my ears, and my eyes open and
0: listening? I'm not really surprised considering this particular week marks a special event in your life
1: well today is actually the day it's seven years today when my joseph calling began i believe um this goes back to uh, the starting of sunday on july 21st where it just um i got this uh, spoken to on this day and then the next day comes and the next day comes and i'm whoa what's going on here you know and by the end of the week i was wowed um i'm going to start with um What happened on uh, July 1st of this year, uh, just only a few weeks ago, um, God had moved me from uh, a friend of mine, a brother and a friend in Christ, uh, Todd, and I was there for 19 months. And uh, it was going uh, pretty good there. And in the meantime, he had found uh, his uh, wife and married, and so I was actually there uh, by myself. And um, just uh, all I had to do was pay the... uh, Um, the electric and the water and the internet and it was going pretty good you know of course I was alone but it was going pretty good and then you know I got this word from God to uh, to move uh, to another gentleman's place that I knew and there was an opening there so certainly that wasn't a coincidence but now I'm going from paying just those few little things to actually paying rent and then I would say uh, a week or so later um, where I work they cut my hours and it's a part-time job that I have pretty much that uh, God opened the door for and the hours that they were giving me I was I was living on it but barely and then you know the what they the move that they made just um, put a big damper on it.
0: So you kind of went from a uh, non pain situation to full time to part time and a pain. No, I was I was
1: part time, but the job that I had in in the in the in the place was um, kind of guaranteed what the, what I was doing thirty five hours. Oh, so you could
0: kind of budget that, right?
1: And then their move brought it down to you know, and it's continually decrease, decreasing little by little, but you know it went down to thirty two right off the bat. And you know, you add that up. That's thirty a week, and it's one hundred twenty dollars a month. And that's uh, in my situation, that's huge. That's a lot of groceries. Yes, it is. And I, I, th- I thought, I started to think, why on that? You know, why would you? And, and then I also started to think, if if this had happened, the the job situation happened before the move situation, maybe I, could, maybe wouldn't have done it. I don't know.
0: We won't know now. But I'm here, so I mean, I'm there. So sometimes we tend to be more in tune to to god's knock yeah you wouldn't work well i was but again if the good. if the
1: other incident happened first maybe that's why he had the me
0: move first Correct. is what i'm thinking i think that's what i was kind of yeah. agreeing with you yeah he
1: had me move first and then the incident and then okay so i have already made the decision so right can't go back on it uh so anyway um on july 21st it was a sunday and i just want to back up where this comes from um i i get two devotionals Uh, I have been getting two devotionals, one for six and a half years plus and one for five and a half years plus. About two weeks uh, before 2013 started, um, a friend um, in the church uh, where we go had a uh, major surgery done. And um, I happen to be uh, in, in a, in a situation, I guess at the right place at the right time. And the guy that usually would have done this hands down would have, and would have been asked and would have done. It wasn't in town. So they asked me and I could help this person out by fixing something after he got back from the hospital. So I went over and I did that. And as I'm there and we started talking, I started to give my a uh, little bit of my testimony and then next thing you know, they're offering me dinner and, and, uh, and then as I'm leaving, uh, Pete uh, McCabe and Jeanette uh, McCabe. Uh, she actually, as I'm walking out the door, gave me her copy of a 30 365 day devotional called Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, and uh, and it was nice of her. And again, uh, I I the way I look at it is just another book that God had given me. And
0: uh, it's kind of been the how God has spoken to you over the years. Absolutely,
1: right? because I was not a reader. You
0: seem to get handed books anytime he's dealing with you about that's right
1: and on this particular day and this is out of this book The Jesus Calling on Sunday July 21st it says rest in my presence when you need refreshment resting is not necessarily idleness as people often perceive it when you relax in my company you are demonstrating trust in me trust is a rich word laden with meaning and direction for your life I want you to lean on, trust, and be confident in me. When you lean on me for support, I delight in your trusting confidence. Many people turn away from me when they are exhausted. They associate me with duty and diligence, so they try to hide from my presence when they need a break from work. How this saddens me. As I spoke through my prophet Isaiah, in returning to me and resting in me you shall be saved, in quietness and trust shall be your strength. And in the verse that comes with this, this is a couple of verses, but in the verse that comes with this, if you have uh, listened to my testimony uh, on uh, session three, uh, the very first um, verse that God had given me was uh, Proverbs three five and six, and this one has uh, Proverbs three, and and it's from the AMP, but uh, I rem- I have uh, Remembered from the NLT version, actually, on this one. And it's, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek him in all that you do, and he will direct your paths. So again, uh, that's part of my testimony. That that was the first verse that was basically thrown at me. And I just said, wow. So that was uh, Sunday morning, actually, because the first thing I do when I get up is I, I pull that book out and look for the day and, and read from it. Then after uh, later on in the day when I would come back from uh, church service, I uh, would start up my computer and and look on uh, my email, and I get the the TGIF today God is first devotional. I've been getting for six and a half years from Oz Hillman, and again from my testimony, uh, Oz Hillman's book, which I believe literally and saved my life physically and uh, spiritually. Uh, but I started to get his devotionals every day. Since then,
0: that was uh, upside to adversity. Is what you were referring? Correct. To, right? Oz's upside. Book? Oz's yeah.
1: book, upside to adversity. The title of this one here, uh, especially what just I just mentioned, just happened at work and everything else. Um, the title is "Gaining Direction Through a Lack of Provision." and in the, in the verse that is used here, you will drink from the book from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. And it's from 1 Kings 17, verse 4. And it says, The prophet Elijah pronounced a drought upon the land because of the sin of Ahab and the nation of Israel. There was only one problem. Elijah had to live in the same land as Ahab. And it goes on with the uh, verse from 1 Kings 17, uh, 1 through 4. And then Oz goes on. God provided for Elijah... A supernatural way. The ravens brought bread in the morning and meat in the evening. His water came from the brook. God often uses money to confirm direction for our lives. Many times God uses lack of provision to move us into new directions. It is a catalyst to encourage new ideas and strategies. Many times a loss of job becomes the greatest blessing to our lives because it provides the catalyst to do things we simply would never do without taking the step to get out of that comfort zone. Friend, if you are fully following the Lord in your life and seeking direction from Him, and you have no unconfessed sin in your life, there is no way He will allow you to miss His provision for you. He has a thousand ways to get the provision you need. At the time you need it, provision follows obedience, and that was the devotional that came on uh, sunday july twenty first and again, speaking to me, wondering what's going on at uh, you know work with the loss of uh, income to a certain extent and and uh, so and, and I knew all this stuff because I've been reading that book over and over and but it just came at the right time,
0: yeah, and getting back to what you said about the loss of income, it seemed like God just uh, strategically moved those pieces around so that you had to focus on him. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, sometimes when he removes those things that uh, become normal in our life, then we we have to refocus, and that's when he can speak to us. Right. That's amazing.
1: It is. Um, All right, and now I'm going to go to, uh, this would be for uh, July 22nd, uh, and I'm going to go to... uh, actually july 23rd and i'm going to back up to a boot camp that i went to on uh, october 4th of last year the wild at heart boot camp uh, by john eldridge when you go there for this uh, three-day four-day weekend thursday through sunday you watch a little little bit of uh, each session of what Don, john eldridge goes through in his book and what he uh, says and then at the end of each session they send you out uh, to a particular place where you yourself want to go by yourself and they actually order no uh, you know all silence and so on and so forth and you just go out there and uh, talk with God so number one one the first question on this paper was God you alone can tell me who I am who am I and question number two was what do you think of me and as I'm sitting there, pondering on these and meditating on these questions, the next thing I see is a beautiful butterfly just land at my feet. I keep a journal, and this is the entrance that I have on this day in the journal on 10-4 of 2012. This day is the beginning of the Wild at Heart Boot Camp weekend, my second time. As, Friday's morning, as Friday morning session is done, and we are sent out, To a quiet place to talk and ask God the questions at hand, I have chosen the same spot as last year's boot camp down by the by the lake. The bench from last year is gone, but I happen to have my fold-out chair in my car, God's car. As I am pondering and asking these questions with God, a beautiful butterfly lands only a foot or so from my feet. I say, "Look at that beautiful butterfly, one of your creations." Then I think of what that butterfly had to go through to become what it is. Then these words rang out in my my mind. You are soon to be like that beautiful butterfly. Wow. Now I am in tears as I talk with my father for the next minutes, thanking him for those encouraging words and what he has been doing in my life. This will help lead into what happened on july 23rd with uh actually now i'm going to come up with the second devotional that i get that um a book that was given to me by god five and a half years ago by joel olstein your best life now now i've been getting oz's for six and a half and now joel's for five and a half for the for those that lo- that amount of time ever since i started getting joel's and God knows that what, how I think and everything else. So as these devotions are coming in each day, I'm looking not only for what they say, but I'm looking for a sign, of, a sign or some direction or some guidance or some speaking to find out if one day both of them come with the same exact message or the same verse or both. And on this day, Joel's is titled, Break Out of Your Cocoon. And the verse that's used is Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's Romans 12, 2. In the devotional, it says On the inside of each one of us is a blessed, prop- prosperous, victorious person. This person is free from addictions and bad habits, confident, and secure in God. But just because that's in you doesn't mean it's going to automatically come out. In t- today's scripture, that word transformed in the original language, is metamorpho. It's where we get our word metamorphosis. We now have a caterpillar metamorphosis into a butterfly that if you meditate on God's word, then a transformation will take place. Think about the little caterpillar. It's very plain. At a certain point, it forms a cocoon. The metamorphosis starts to take place. It's a process. Little by little, it changes. One day, it begins to push out of the cocoon. Before long, it goes from being one of the plainest insects to being one of the most beautiful. Instead of having to crawl on the ground and squirm around, it can now fly wherever it wants to go. Today, why don't you break out of your cocoon? Believe that God is at work in you. Believe that he has good plans for you. Believe that he will complete every good work that he has started in your life. And that was uh, Joel's on... uh, july 23rd now here comes the kicker then i read oz's which on this is dated the same day and here we go the title is you were made to fly mm-hmm. and his particular verse comes from job 121 naked i came from my mother's womb and naked i depart the lord gave and the lord has taken away may the name of the lord be praised and it says can a caterpillar fly if you said no You would be partially correct. Actually, a a caterpillar can fly, but it must have a transformation first. The butterfly begins life as a caterpillar, a worm-like larva that spins a cocoon for itself. For weeks, the larva remains hidden within the cocoon as it undergoes metamorphosis. When it's time for the butterfly to emerge, it must struggle and fight its way out of the cocoon. We might be tempted to help this process by tearing open the cocoon. But that's the worst thing we can do. The struggle struggle makes it strong and enables it to fly. Butterflies need adversity to become what God intended them to be. So do we. The book of Job is the story of a wealthy and successful community leader named Job. He was a successful and righteous businessman with huge holdings in livestock and real estate. One day Satan came before God and asked him, Where have you come from? Satan replied, from roaming through the earth and going back and forth in it. God said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Notice that God pointed Job out to Satan. God gave Satan permission to put Job through a trial of adversity. Job's herds were stolen, his servants were murdered, and all his children were killed by a sudden tornado. Through his trial of adversity, he grows in strength, wisdom, and faith. His entire perspective on God is transformed by his suffering. He was even accused of sin by his closest friends. We must get beyond the immature notion that God is interested only in making us healthy, wealthy, and happy. More than anything, he wants us to be like Christ. And the road to becoming like Christ often leads through the wilderness of adversity. In order for the butterfly to fly, there must be a transformation process that is often developed through adversity. Then on July 24th, walking and talking, praying, trusting, and believing about, uh, well, on July 24th, I have been walking and talking with God. Again, if you heard my testimony, that's all I did. Shortly after uh, the Joseph calling started, a little bit uh, under seven years ago, Uh, I started asking and talking with God and and praying for one of the things I always prayed for was for God to choose my my next uh, wife. And that's what I've been uh, walking and talking with God for. And on July 24th, after walking and talking, praying and trusting and believing about the God's gracious gift that God was going to uh, give me another chance at genuine love, as Charles Stanley calls it. As I am in this Joseph calling, Joseph was uh, in prison, and then from prison he goes to the palace, and then after that happens, then the king gives his wife to him. And That was on uh, the 24th, but that had come to me that, uh, about the Joseph calling and what happened with Joseph from the prison to the palace, and then the king gave him his wife.
0: What that says to me is, uh, you have yet to receive your blessings. The I wife's going to be the kind of the cherry on the.
1: And I thought that was going to be the next thing, mm-hmm. but when that came to me, that helped me not ease my mind, but it, it told me that.
0: Uh, Just kind of let you know, God says, you know, I got this. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, no worries. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool because it says to me that God will reveal your destiny. First,
1: right and and, and i thought th- but as i was your wife
0: will be the suitable helpmate, and
1: that's what he i think that's what he was trying to tell me on july 24th Ooh. all this time waiting and, and praying and trusting and all that right. uh, i was believing and as i even walked and talked with god i have all this stuff in a journal and i was believing it was going to come in the way it came chronologically and chronologically she would be next, and that's what I've been hoping for. While well, he just helped me understand that it's it's not going to be. I
0: I believe, nor will our story be exactly like Oz's. And sometimes I think we tend right. to compare. Try to. We right. don't realize we are, but we do.
1: Mm-hmm. On July twenty fifth, I go uh, again. I start my day by going to the uh, Jesus Calling devotional, and on July twenty fifth, it writes, "As you listen to birds calling to one another." Hear also my love call to you. I speak to you continually through sights, sounds, thoughts, impressions, and scriptures. There is no limit to the variety of ways I can communicate with you. Your part is to be attentive to my messages in whatever form they come. When you set out to find me in a day, you discover that the world is vibrantly alive with my presence. You can find me not only in beauty and bird calls, but also in tragedy and faces filled with grief. I can take the deepest sorrow and weave it into a pattern for good. Search me and my messages as you go through this day. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole being. And that was uh, July 25th. There is a couple of uh, verses there. And the one that I just spoke was uh, Jeremiah 29:13. And then July twenty-six comes. And again, start off the day by opening the Jesus Calling devotional. And it reads, relax and let me lead you through this day. I have everything under control. My control. You tend to peer anxiously into the day that is before you, trying to figure out what to do and when. No, you don't do that. Not me. (laughs) Not you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, the phone or the doorbell rings and you have to resuffle your plans. All that planning ties you up in knots and distracts you from me. Attentiveness to me is not only for your quiet time, but for all your time. As you look to me, I show you what to do now and next. Vast quantities of time and energy are wasted in obsession planning. When you let me direct your steps, you are set free to enjoy me and to find what I have prepared for you this day. And then, the verse. And again, if you've heard my testimony in session 3, my one of my absolute favorites, it's Psalm 32 verse 8. I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and I will watch over you. And again, along with the, you know, these devotionals comes the the verses, and they're you know, they're they're mine, so to speak.
0: So, what was the chronological time? Just going back, this was uh, over the period of a week. I know right, were, from July 21st
1: to July 26th, and and, wow. and and I and I don't recall that happening again because I keep a journal. But again, I I, th- I think you know. Was I really listening all the time, you know, and really trying to hear, you know, and just to be in tune all this week because of
0: what happened the week before? Well, obviously, you have been in tune over the course of the seven years where you wouldn't have had the knowledge of the verses, uh, knowledge of the writings, uh, the correspondence from the people. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. No. And for everything to match, like you said,
1: it, it just lined right up. Oh, man. Chills. Wow. As somebody says, not, I usually, see everybody says you, goosebumps. Somebody said God bumps.
0: And I am so fortunate, Mike, to be sitting here with you on the anniversary of the seventh year of your Joseph calling. Mm-hmm. And I still remember, I always refer to it the day you and I sat down in Denny's. I barely knew you. You know, mm-hmm. three and a half years ago and you slid the book over and said have you ever heard of a Joseph calling do you think you you may be in a Joseph calling I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> this guy's really passionate about it whatever it is but man I have come to know and appreciate I have I gotta be honest with you I've so enjoyed walking your walk as well as mine and uh, I have no no doubt that God put us together and I do. Made I don't us the either. the best of friends because of that, and I just can't. You know, I just got chills going down my spine right now because just knowing where we are right now chronologically, what happens next? Right. <laughs> I think my roof might just open up. And <laughs> He's. And yeah, and <laughs> Luke one. I don't know, man.
1: Luke one verse thirty seven says, "For nothing is impossible with God," and I believe that.
0: It's uh, very unusual, but I'm at a loss for words.
1: Like <laughs> just like I said, I, I believe God had put that on my heart, and it, and it comes down to you know I used to li- I listen a lot to Charles Stanley, and he has uh, uh, thirty principles, and one of the principles says listening to God is essential to walking with God.
0: Right, and then he had another one which was um, we were talking about before the show was halt. Well, the acronym for
1: you know Satan likes to attack when you're right, weakest when you're weak. and and halt is an acronym that charles stanley used h stands for don't get too hungry don't get too angry don't get too lonely and don't get too tired and if you get into the, any of those two uh for halt that's when satan will attack strap
0: in <laughs> and get ready uh so that's it for god stories radio check us out on godstoriesradio.com Twitter at God Stories Radio. Uh, this will be posted uh, in a couple of days and you'll be able to hear it again and ask questions. Please pay, uh, go to the blog. Send us an email God Stories Radio at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. So that wraps it up and we'll talk to you soon. This is God Stories Radio. I'm Fritz.
1: I'm Mike. God bless. God bless.